0: Hello, I'm Karina Jane, and welcome to The Real Womanhood Life, a podcast of real and raw conversations with women chatting about the ups and downs of life and finding the beauty within it all. Hello, good morning. Uh, Welcome to episode two of The Real Womanhood Life. I am beyond grateful for all of the support that I've received from the launch. It's been really freaking cool. Um... I actually sat down on Sunday night to record an episode and it was going to be like kind of about my life and growing up and my mental health and blah, blah, blah. And recording it, I just felt really freaking awkward, like not awkward, but um, I think with all of the like therapy and techniques and stuff that I've learned over the years, um, Going back into all of the things that happened growing up just doesn't do it for me. Um, because I've forgiven, I've let go, I've moved on, I've processed. Like it's it's all there. So I thought I'd give you like a really quick version of events rather than what I did the other day. And I was like, oh gosh, it'll be, you know, this will be like four episodes long, um, etc. But I'm I'm like, nah, I'm not doing that. So um, Yeah, I grew up um, the eldest of five kids. My parents have had businesses for like all of my life. My dad's an ag pilot. My mom's a dead set legend when it comes to like admin, running businesses, managing projects, et cetera. Um, You know, just, and I think that's where I get my ability to be able to like, if you've got something going on and you need someone to organize it, like I'm there for you because I've seen that my whole life. Um, But I remember like, learning that um, I like one thing that I grew up with was like, if you want a job done properly, do it yourself. And that just, it stuck with me for so long. Whereas now I'm like, no, because I'm not the best at everything. I'm not like talented in everything in the whole world. So now I focus on the things that I'm really good at and let other people do things that they're really good at. So like, um, I'm not really good at cleaning a house, (laughs) just not my thing. So we've got a house cleaner, you know. I'm not really good at cooking dinner for my kids every night. So my mother-in-law cooks meals for us, Um, you know, and I know that I'm super fortunate to have that and not everyone has that. Um, But I'm definitely not the type of person to stay at home and be with my kids 24-7. And I look at women that do that and I'm just like, girl, you're amazing. You are dead set amazing. Um, so, yeah, if you're a mom that stays at home with your kids 24-7, like you are my hero. I like bow down to you <laughs> because it's just not my thing. Um, and that's probably like one of the biggest things that I've learned along the way is self-acceptance of knowing that it's okay to not be the best at things, knowing that it's okay to not be able to do everything. Um, like I can do Anything in the world that I want, but I need to focus on the things that fill me up and fill my cup up. Um, and so, yeah, growing up, I was like the eldest. I did everything. I went everywhere. You know, I wanted all of this love and attention, and um, it was it, growing up like as an uh, like as a teenager. Um, it's fucking hard. Like it's so hard. And I look at the teenagers these days and I just think, God, we really did have it easy. You guys are like, I'd hate to be a teenager this day and age. Um, but that's a whole other conversation for another day. Um, so, yeah, like obviously being the eldest, my parents had businesses. I left school when I was four or 15 and worked as a travel agent. So I ran, um, I did a school-based traineeship left school early I moved to Perth and worked there um, at the West Australian newspapers did telemarketing calls and then um, Jared and I who had we dated on and off again during high school I truly believed that I was too cool for him um really when you sit down and talk to like a psychologist about it what was happening was that like Jared was just this beautiful loving kind-hearted soul and um I was just going through that phase of like, I'm seeking love and attention from anywhere that I can get it. And Jared wouldn't kiss me. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, babe. Um, But yeah, it just, you know, I had other boyfriends and was seeking attention from different places. Not that I was an SLUT, um, but that's, you know, I can see why girls go and do that kind of behavior because they're just wanting and needing love and attention because they're hurting so much inside um and so I ended up moving back to Esperance because I had a boyfriend when I moved to Perth and we broke up and then my beautiful friend um she came home and was like oh my gosh Jared Karina's single and then he started texting me and then everything fell back into place and we moved home and then you know, been with him ever since. Um, and that was just pretty fucking amazing because it happened really quickly. We got engaged when I was still, I was like still 17. I was a week off of turning 18 when we got engaged. And then um, by then I'd moved home and I was managing one of the local travel agents here. And um, with that came being the youngest employee of that country, of that business, Australia wide. And, You know, being 18 years old, being in charge of a a franchise in a small country town, looking after people's travel, blah, blah, blah. Like if you're a travel agent or you know someone's a travel agent, they're going to talk to you about flight mans where you would wake up in the middle of the night feeling so sick to the stomach because you believe you've stuffed up someone's travel. And I tell you what, like worst job in the (laughs) world. just not fun like obviously it was a really fun job we got to travel we got to go to places I went to like Bali I went to Phuket I won a trip to Africa like all of these really cool things I'd go to Perth once a month for training but um, really at the end of the day being 18 years old with anxiety already um, it was just not a really good experience and I ended up with high blood pressure like through the roof high blood pressure Um, and and in, like major panic attacks, often I spent like six months thinking that I was going to die of a heart attack. Um, just so much stuff was going on in my head, you know, training new staff, making sure we reached targets, making sure that the shop was like turning over profit, blah, blah, blah. Like all of that crazy shit at 18 years old. So I made the call to leave and went and worked. I started working at the news agency. And so I've been there ever since. Um Uh, I remember when I started there, my sister was there and obviously my mom was there and um, my mom had just had a new baby. So I've got a little brother who's 17 years younger than me. Um, He's actually staying here with us at the moment. He's in the kitchen. I was like, I'll do you a deal. If you X, Y, Z, then you can blah, blah, blah. Um, And it's basically just so that I had time to record the podcast. (laughs) And yeah, that's cool. Um, But it's really awesome. He gets on so well with my kids. And, um, yeah, I just, I love in pieces, also want to murder him a lot of the time. But, you know, his teenage boy. Hormones are insane um, and technology, you know. Uh, So mum had my little brother and um, I probably didn't start managing the shop until uh, probably about five years ago, five or four years ago. Um, I'd had the boys. I basically, like I had Graydon. I went in. Like, I'm trying to explain it. Basically, I gave birth to Graydon. Um, That little fellow was 12 days overdue. I was in the hospital for three days trying to get my labor going. And I did eventually have him, like, on the Wednesday night at 10 past 10, vaginally. Um, It was really intense. I had an epidural. It was a really good experience, though, and I'm so grateful. Um, But then 24 hours after I had him, I had gastro. Oh. Oh. That was horrific. Like, don't recommend giving birth to a baby and then having gastro 24 hours later. Um, I fell pregnant with Austin when Graydon was, like, 11 months old. And with both of the boys, basically, like, I gave birth and I went back to work pretty quickly because after I had Graydon, I thought I'll be this stay-at-home mom. I'll be able to do all these things. And it just, I couldn't handle it. Like, my poor little 23-year-old self, Was trying to do all the things because I wanted to be the person, and this is like the biggest problem with what caused my mental health issues, was I wanted to be the person to be seen to be doing it all because I believed that I would get the love and recognition and all of this stuff that I so desperately felt that I needed to be worthy just, I'm like, let's just sit with that for a sec. Like I had to do all of these things because I needed everybody's love and approval to feel worthy of being a human. And that was like the crux of it for me. This is like where I ended up being like suicidal and just not wanting to be here anymore was because I seeked approval and recognition from so many different places and the one place that I needed to get that approval and recognition from was actually from myself and so you know even having the boys I was like yes I'll be a mom and I'll be able to do all this stuff and then I'll be like amazing I'll feel amazing but it didn't happen like that so like Austin, I gave birth to him um, and basically that, like he, I had him first thing on the Saturday morning. I left the hospital on Sunday and I was around town kind of like doing jobs and stuff like that on the Monday morning because I just couldn't find it within me to be able to sit with the emotions that was going on within me. And oh, I just... Like I know the power of it now. I know the power of being able to let that all go and being able to sit with myself. And so long story short, in the last kind of like 24 to 48 hours, my family, not my my family, me, I've been really struggling emotionally because this time of year it's harvest. So my husband is just never home. Um, we never know when he's going to be home. We don't know what's going on. And then for me with work, it's back to school and Christmas in a retail business. So, Christmas in a retail business is crazy because of COVID, because of stock levels. I've had to be like buying in more stuff than I would normally, you know. And then you're like, okay, cash flow, making sure that it all works and making sure that the budget and making sure that you're still paying all your bills and making sure that you've got all your jobs ready for your staff. And you know, making sure that you've got stuff for that period, and like it's this is the thing. Like when you're running a business, and then then there's mum life, and you're like making sure the kids are happy at school, making sure that the kids are fed, making sure that they're still getting all their extracurricular activities in, and like ah, and this is where I've got to the point in the last forty eight hours. Like I have been hiding in bed and just saying like, hang on one sec, hey Austin, Hi. hey buddy we're recording a podcast yay um can you go get ready for school no have you had breakfast yeah yes or no yes okay cool i'll iron your uniform in a minute okay okay thank you i love you Bye 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 um sorry i can't remember where i'm at now no 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 like Anyway, but that's exactly it, you know, like I'm sitting here trying to record a podcast for me and for my community and the kids walk in and you know what, I'm, I'm never going to stop and like edit that stuff out because this is real life. This is real life. And so basically like, yeah, I've got a lot going on, but before back to school and before harvest hit, I was going to the gym three times a week. Like I was um, doing this amazing program, um, the Fat Loss Forever Method with Ash Lane, um, because Six months ago, I said to a friend, I'm like, right, I'm going to go get weight loss surgery. And she's just like, seriously? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, no, no, come on. Like, I want you to give yourself 12 months, 12 months of really looking after yourself, really doing like the right thing for you and your health and your body. And if after 12 months, that's still where you're at, let's do it. And so 205 days of tracking my food, uh, you know, attempting to go to the gym three times a week, weighing myself every day, doing all this stuff. Like I know it sounds a lot, but um, hang on one sec. Hey, Shawnee. Um, yes, you can go over there if you like. Um, so I know it sounds a lot, but for me, being a part of the program with Ash and having that accountability and the coach with me every single day is just what I needed at the time. And so for the last four or five weeks, I haven't been able to go to the gym, you know, and then I've gotten down on myself because I haven't been able to go to the gym and I've been traveling and all this other stuff that I felt like I was failing. And I know like deep within my heart that it's never a failure. Like it's never a failure. It's just an opportunity for learning. But I've had to come to accept that, trying to do anything this time of year, harvest, back to school, Christmas. So basically from the beginning of November to the end of January, for me to try and achieve anything out of the ordinary is going to be just like extraordinary, okay, like just not regular. So um, basically... I've I messaged Ash this morning and I was like, this is where I'm at. I'm just not in a great headspace, blah, blah, blah. I know whatever she's going to come back with. That's my alarm to take my medication. I know whatever she's going to come back with is going to be the perfect for whatever I need right now. But I just have to like back off myself and just come into this place of acceptance of this is just how it is. But it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt. I bawled my eyes out yesterday afternoon. I got some news that I'd been waiting on. It wasn't what I had hoped for. It's what I'd expected, so, but it just wasn't what I wanted. I really hoped that we would get a different outcome. So I was in the middle of the bank trying to get change and just crying um, because I'd been told that what I wanted just wasn't going to happen. Um, Again, needing to learn and accept that whatever the outcome is, is just going to be Perfect for whatever happens to us in the long run. Um, And then, hi, buddy, Austin's back. Um, Just knowing that whatever happens is going to be perfect for us. And so then I had this meltdown with Jared and I was so angry at him because on Sunday, I just really, really, really wanted him to stay home with us. Wanted him to stay home with us. The weather was perfect. What do we do on Sunday? Where do we go? To the pool. To the pool. So my dad and his partner have got this beautiful new property with a pool and it's super cool. Hey, Graydon. Uh-huh. Hi. Um. And I've just, I really wanted Jared to have the morning at home with us, but no, Harvest, tractor doors are broken. Someone has to go and fix the tractor doors. So where did dad go on Sunday? To go to fix the tractor. tractor. That's right. So, and I was just gutted, but I, 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 know what it is like during harvest and so I held on to that anger and frustration the whole entire time until this morning when I finally let go and I finally absolutely cried and bawled my eyes out and I was just like don't do that darling, you can't make excess noise um, you know, just bawled my eyes out because I just so badly wanted that time with my husband. But when Jared's home, it's funny because I'm like, I want you home, I want you to be around, but I also don't want you in my space. I need you in the vicinity, um, but I need to be able to have that time alone. And during harvest, back to school, Christmas, et cetera, like you just don't get that space. And so, yeah, I suppose that's what I wanted to share on today's episode is that um Learning to find that place of acceptance is definitely the key for me to knowing that um, things might not be going how I wanted or how I pictured them, but knowing deep within my heart that whatever happens is going to be perfect for whatever we need and, um, is like, it's it's my key. It's knowing that. Um, but also realizing that as a mom, as a businesswoman, I need to be prioritizing myself because I can prioritize everything else, the kids and the business and the house and all of the other things that I do. Um, but at the end of the day, if I'm not here and completely present within my heart and my body, then I'm, I'm just it's, it's not, it's not working for me. And so, yeah, that is it. That's, that's today's little episode. And I hope that, um, I hope that you get something out of this. So please, um, yeah leave a comment, um, tag me on Instagram or whatnot. Like I would love to have more conversations with you guys and just find out like, you know, is this the kind of stuff that you're after? Is this what you want to chat about? This is what's on my heart. So it's going to come out anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for this journey. I'm really so stoked to have this space with you. um, and this, this place where I can have these conversations. So really excited because this Thursday I'm recording my first guest podcast um, interview um, and I've got uh, probably another two booked in for next week and maybe another one for this week as well. I've got to schedule that in. So, yeah. What do you think of the podcast, bub? Good. And when are you going to iron our clothes? <laughs> oh, man. Real mum life, anyway, must go, need to iron school clothes. Oh my gosh, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode two of the Real Womanhood Life podcast. I really hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget, I am giving away 10 weeks of free one-on-one coaching with me. Woo! So excitement. All you need to do is tag me in your Instagram stories of you listening to the podcast, um, or the screenshot of the podcast, something like that, um, and you will go into the draw. I am drawing this, this coming Sunday, the 5th of December at around about 4 p.m. Perth time on the podcast, uh, on the podcast on my Instagram live, how cool. All right, so um, stay tuned, episode three is coming. I'm super excited because this is gonna be my first guest podcast um, interview and it's with one of my most beautiful friends that I've been working with for a really long time and we've got such a great friendship and relationship and are both really super raw about our emotions and mental health and being women. So I look forward to chatting to you soon.